Welcome back to Jawing About the G-Men. I am Joe Aguirre. That is King Zay. Oh, boy. Things did not go well. Things did not go well uh, for the New York football Giants. A 31-16 loss. Uh, that It wasn't even as close as that score might indicate. Uh, Devon, are, uh, a chain... 76-yard run, 13.7 yards per carry, 11 for 151. That's his third straight game. Zay, there was at least some sign of life from the Giants. Jason Pinnock returned an interception, 102 yards. Ties for the longest in Giants history. The Giants' first touchdown in the first half of a game this season. Things got worse. Daniel Jones left the game in the fourth quarter with a neck injury after a sack. Tyrod Taylor replaced him. And uh, you know what I thought was super interesting about Tyrod Taylor coming to the game is how they committed to the run down 15 with six minutes to go. I thought that was uh, just typical of, of what this season is. I understand the quarterbacks under duress. There's not a lot of time to throw. Then throw it quick. Throw it quick. But also, there was one attempt down the field by Daniel Jones. He threw a pretty nice ball. And Darius Slayton did a really unbelievable job of not getting either foot inbounds. It didn't even try. He didn't even try to drag the feet. It, it, was, uh, it was a very Giants attempt at doing something and and it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. This team say it's a disaster right now. Um yeah. But I'm not ready to I'm That's not ready for the funeral. It's not, so let's I'm not, hear it. I'm, I'm not ready for the funeral just yet. I'm not saying this team's gonna win a Super Bowl, but I'm not ready to bury the season like some people are and tank and get a Caleb Williams because like I keep telling people just because you plug another quarterback in there doesn't mean that's going to be the instant answer to our issues. No, um, you make a point about throwing it quick. Well, receivers need to also get off, you know, coverage quick. Um, I think they did throw it quick often to guys like uh, Waller, who we've seen, you know, in, I think it was 88 yards or something like that. He had a pretty productive day that day. Um, he also dropped a touchdown that also could have swung momentum in the game that could have actually kept the Giants in the game in the first half. Then who knows what happens in the second half. But um, I'm looking at the Giants, and I'm not seeing a terrible team. I'm seeing a team that continues to repeat and make the same mistakes. I think – and this is – and what I, what I want to bring up is when they came back in that Cardinals game in the second half, they played almost mistake-free. A lot had a couple of full starts, a couple of things, but – offensively they blocked well they ran routes well they caught the ball well they played well Daniel Jones made the right reads lately they haven't been doing that he hasn't been making the correct reads because obviously he's been under duress so long he's just out here just trying to get rid of the ball not trying to get hit anymore he's probably seen ghost but won't say it the smart thing to do because the New York media will rip you to shreds you have the line not picking up certain things certain protections not being you know put into play right before the play you know pre-snap reads aren't being made so he can make the proper adjustments. There are these small little things they have to improve upon before they can start winning games. Now, I look to a team like the Lions last year who started off 
you know, rough, kind kind of not sure what they were going to be. A lot of people were off the Dan Campbell bandwagon really early with the Lions. And then at the end of the year, the Lions just went on this ridiculous tear and they almost ended up making the playoffs. I think Dable's in a very similar situation this year, though the records aren't exactly the same, where now he has to find a way to make something out of this season and prove to people that he's still the coach that he was last year. I don't believe that the team has fell off or gotten worse. I think they need to improve. I think discipline needs to be improved. I think coaching needs to start coaching. But as far as the team, I still think that team still has potential to win games this year. After this Bills game, we got a, a, a light stretch where I think we'll really start to see who this team is and who Dable is as a coach. Because if he can get this team through this stretch of teams that are in the lower you know, the lower echelon of teams in the league, then we know we can be like, okay, maybe they weren't bad. The Giants just, you know, started off with a heavy schedule and dealt with injuries at the same time. And that what it looks like to me is a correlation of you got a lot of good playoff teams up front and then you also had injuries. Right off the bat, you know, you have the Cowboys, you have Seattle, you have 49ers, you have Miami, you have Dolphins who are all expected to make the playoffs in some form of capacity, whether it's winning division or winning a wild card or getting, excuse me, getting into a wild card spot, whatever. That's a very rough schedule to start off with. Last year, the Giants had a reverse schedule where a lot of teams they faced weren't exactly playoff teams in the beginning. So, that you know, their record reflected a better image going on. What's good, Riss? Been a while. What's up, what's up, what's up, Sam? What's up, Joe? (laughs) So I think now as the Giants' schedule gets lighter, they get a chance to get healthier. We will start to see the team that we were expecting to see in the beginning of the year. But, again, things started off rough. You got some really rough teams in the beginning. You dealt with some really rough injuries. And now you're just trying to weather the storm, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree with, with that. A um, couple things. Obviously, Steve Risser joins us from Sports Talk with R&J. Uh, Wednesdays, 1 p.m. Steve, it, it, when Steve jumps on, you know, you know there's some issues. Steve, before I get to you, though um, – a lot of people are going to say offensive line. The offensive line is the problem, and it clearly is. But since the 2014 draft, the Giants have drafted six offensive linemen within the first two rounds. That's tied with the Texans for the most in the NFL during that span. They've drafted three offensive linemen with top 10 picks. Neil, Thomas, and the disaster that was Eric Flowers, no team has taken more than one offensive lineman in a top 10 in that span. Steve, this team's done a terrible job putting a line together, and their drafting has has, the secondary stuff has gone well. But as far as uh, uh, offensive linemen, they're they're not doing well here. Oh, outside of Andrew Thomas, it's been been absolutely pathetic. It's, 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 It's awful. I mean, I get to Andrew Thompson's good. Yeah, the Eric Flowers, Evan Neal, they've just been total disasters. They've, and, they've tried, I mean, they've had other guys try to patch up the line. That's why Joe Shane should be to blame a little bit for, for this because he, he, Joe Shane should definitely be to blame because he put this he put this line together. He's putting this roster together. So, yeah, yeah, the line has just been absolutely pathetic. And it's really – they haven't had a good offensive line since that since 2012. I mean, it's just been – that's been the biggest issue. That's been, with the Giants the last decade is the offensive line. It's just it, – it was – when Eli was there, you could argue if it was Eli's fault or not why they collapsed, why they weren't as good. But the offensive line was terrible then. It's been it was terrible under Joe Judge. It's terrible now. <laughs> Eli was not the issue. Eli is not a player who commanded a lot of money 
the Giants were in a different situation. The quarterback market wasn't what it is today where you can be like, well, that guy was making $40 million a year and you had no money like the Giants have a situation now. No, that was completely different. Giants won in 2011 or 2012, however you want to look at it. They won that year and thought that they were still in a good situation where they obviously should have been rebuilding. The line was on the decline as, you know, the later half of their careers. And like Joe said, they've just been missing on picks. I've been saying it on this podcast and screaming out for years. Stop taking these offensive linemen. I said take sauce. Y'all wanted meal. I keep yelling these things. Stop taking these guys. And because <laughs> I feel like you can get a lot of meat in the third round in the draft. I feel like, especially over the last few years, the upper draft has become hit or miss. Look at you, you can make an argument about the Giants linemen, but look at the Browns. They can't draft the quarterback. To they can't draft a quarterback, they can't pay a quarterback, they can't find a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? And it's because you pick in the upper portion of the draft, and then you look at a team like the 49ers, who again I will keep saying that Brock Purdy is a front runner. Brock Purdy is in what you call a perfect quarterback situation. If you take Bryce Young or or uh, Trevor Lawrence or one of those guys, you put them on the 49ers, they're going to be just as good because that team is built to win. And all you got to do as a quarterback is just function. That's all Brock Purdy has to do. He has to come out, make the reads, make the throws, and that's all he has to do. Everyone else around him is going to do what they got. Christian McCaffrey is going to do what he's going to do. Brandon Ayuk is going to go do what he's got to do. But they got Brock Purdy in the end of the draft. You know, look at Giants. They took Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley has been great. Don't get me wrong. He's been up and down, but when he's played, he's been great for us. But look at what the Jets did with Brees Hall. And the Giants could have t- took Brees Hall. We actually passed back twice on him. Yeah, We could have took him. And look at what the Jets got in the third round with Brees Hall. I think we make too much of the first top 10 picks in the draft because there's just too much pressure on those guys to carry a franchise right now. The league continues to get bigger, faster, and stronger every year. And you can't expect these guys to just come in and be miracle workers. They're not all going to be Pat Mahomes. They're not always going to get Joe Burrows. That, that's a, You're going to miss or you're going to have to develop players. That, you're going to have to do one or the two. The Giants aren't doing either. They're let's missing talk, and they're not developing linemen either. Let's talk about the defense a little bit because Xavier McKinney the last couple of weeks to me has been terrible. And he's one of my favorite players. Uh, I, I love Xavier McKinney. Uh, he hasn't looked great. Kayvon Thibodeau is is coming on, but and I, you tell me if I'm if I'm seeing things, if you've observed this, there seems to be a lot of plays where his effort reminds me of uh Randy Moss in his prime, where it's a running play away from him. Yeah. He's not all that no, no, into it. No, no. I, I've, I've seen plays where he comes running down the field with no intention of making a tackle. I feel like this is a guy who has the ability to be a disruptor. I think he's got to figure out how to turn that motor on. And I think that will work wonders for this de- this defense. And Okereke has been playing much better the last couple of weeks. Uh, incidentally, um, Mika McFadden, is injured. Looks like he's going to miss this game. That guy has been no. <laughs> unbelievable this season. Only guy that can tackle on the team. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only guy that can tackle. It's like a one-man wrecking crew. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot to unfold, Joe. <laughs> what you said. 
Uh, I don't know, Rissy, you want to go first? Because I, yeah, I mean, listen, listen, I, I, I actually agree with Joe. Yeah, the effort with Thibodeau is definitely questionable. I, I, yeah, he, he has the four sacks, I get it. But the effort is questionable. And yeah, Randy Moss, Randy, he, Moss? He, Randy Moss could get away with not yeah, showing effort. This saying. guy could get away with showing, not showing effort. This guy, yeah. is, this guy is not playing up to potential. He can't get away with that stuff. He's more like clowny. Exactly, exactly. Maybe I was getting a little extreme, and yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, you're right. Clowney is in the league, and so he uh, definitely is a better he? reference. Look, again, it's a guy <laughs> with all the talent in the world, and I feel like if this guy was a hundred percent making every effort on every play, I'm not yeah. saying Lawrence Taylor or or Mika Parsons, but I think Kayvon Thibodeau has the ability to be a, a big time game changer for the giants. And, and I don't know, I just don't feel it. No, I, I, I'm, I said, not, I'm well, not seeing it so far. I'm not seeing I, it. Yeah, he's got the talent, but I'm not seeing it so far. No, I'm not. I, I he had that one great game last year against Washington, but I'm not seeing it so far. I'm with him. I mean, he make, I, I, I don't agree with the statement you made about him, you know, taking all places. I've seen him make a lot of backside tackles. I've seen him run across the field and make some. But a lot of the backside tackles are tackles he missed in the beginning. I, look, whatever. He's running. I mean, which is nice, but make him it, in the backfield. The effort was still there. My point is. I, I, <laughs> I, I, again, I'm, hold on. Let me let me respectfully disagree. I feel like if the mm -hmm. effort was there on the first tackle, he wouldn't be making all these backside tackles. He's he's mm -hmm. made some moves in the backfield that were where he's he's sort of gotten juked. Uh, and, and again, it's had to make up for it. And he runs down the field. But again. I don't know. Finish the pile off. Of course, Xander come down wants, there, like Xander come down there and like put some hurt on somebody. Xander says it comes from being a part of a losing franchise, which I get it. But you got to show the effort, man. You don't. You don't deserve to be. You don't deserve to to, to show to show no effort. Come on. Hey, well, Xander, not for nothing. He's been playing like that since uh, last yeah. season when, when the team was nine and seven. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we weren't losers then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are these Cowboys fans even talking? I don't even understand. Yeah, after their pathetic performance on Sunday night, yeah. Exactly. I'll tell you exactly why. We because, showed more heart. <laughs> because because you could look at the New York Giants and feel like you're leagues ahead of us, and that's yeah. great. The weird thing in all this is, right, the Giants got blown out by Dallas. The Giants beat the Cardinals. The Niners struggled with the Cardinals. The Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. The Niners blow out the Cowboys. Make this make sense. I don't like what? How but is that even div possible? Divisional games are always tough. That's always going to be. It, I don't care what you say. Divisional games are always going to be tough, no matter how bad the team is. It's like with us having faced in Washington in a couple of weeks. Washington isn't really that good of a team, but it's going to be a tough game. Washington, you saw them play the Eagles, who again is a championship caliber team and they took them down to the wire in overtime a couple of weeks ago so when you talk about divisional games it's a little different because you're you're more familiar with your opponent you see that opponent more often you know you're more predictable on plays that that goes a long way in any sport when you're playing someone within your conference or division it's it's more likely that those games will be closer Show me the schedule. Man, this has been such a well. I want to look at this because the Giants are one and four, and I I don't suppose either of you feels real good Sunday night about the Giants. So let's say we're going to go one in five 
as we head into a stretch. So hold on. You make your case in a minute. Washington, the Jets, the Raiders, Cowboys, Washington, Patriots, Green Bay, New Orleans. I mean, that's not a tough schedule. The last three are potentially bad. Uh, all I, I Here's the other thing. Is there a reason why we always have to play the Eagles like two weeks apart? What what kind of diabolical scheme is that? They're hoping we're we're playing for the division. Giants-Eagles for the division last game of the year. They would love nothing more. Ratings would fly through the roof. Eagles and Cowboys is good, but no, I don't think anyone hates each other. That happened last year with us in Washington. We played like two out of three weeks. I think Washington plays two weeks in a row last year. I hate that. We played them again, basically two weeks. It's almost like that again. But like that schedule's like you said, it's not that brutal. And as far as Sunday, here's what I will say. It should be a blowout. The Giants should lose. Because I got to wrap things up. I got to go. The Giants should lose. It should be absolute blowout. It should go murder just like the rest of the games have gone against teams that we've expected it to blow us out. The Bills are known for not playing up to their opponent sometimes. Just did it last weekend, did they? And against the Jaguars. That What, what a downer after such again, a great game Jaguars, against Miami. The Jaguars situation, I told you, was different. The Jaguars have been there an extra week. They're more used to it. The Bills were traveling over. There's jet lag. There's all types of stuff. They still found a way to pull out the game. It's still when you're there for two weeks and you're acclimated to the time zone and everything. That's a little different. When you just come over and you're still trying to get your sleep back, it might take you a while to get going. But the, I did the Bills again. They dropped the game against the Jets. They should have beat the Jets. Yeah, but Josh Allen always struggles against the Jets. He's yeah, had yeah, trouble with the Jets. Again, he lost him last year, especially in MetLife Stadium. He struggled against the guy who created him. The guy that created him is going to be on the other side of silent. There's no one who knows more about the mind of Josh Allen right now than Brian Dable should know. And if the Giants have any advantage or any chance at winning, it's going to be that. It's going to be a slim chance, but there is that chance. Defense wins us a game. Tyrod Taylor comes. I here's my diff, the difference between Tyrod Taylor to me and Daniel Jones is I think what we're seeing with Neil and missing blocks. Tyrod Taylor is going to be smart enough to pick those up just based off his experience and playing for so many different teams and seeing so many different defenses and fronts and looks and whatnot. He'll be able to make those adjustments. I think better than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is still coming new to the offense. He's still learning things because again they put the training wheels on last year. They took the training wheels off this year. So he's still trying to find his way through this offense, making adjustments, making reads. He said it when he threw the pick against Seattle. He called the wrong play. He thought it was a different play. He went with a whole nother play. He's still filling out and learning things with this offense and the offensive coordinator. I'm not making excuses, Rich. I'm not making excuses for him. He's been playing lousy. He needs to play better. I'm not making excuses in that portion. But I'm saying I think Tyrod Taylor, with his experience, will be able to make better reads on that, give himself more time, and give the Giants advantage if defense can keep us in this game. Because, like I said, Dable knows the mind of Josh Allen. Give me a prediction, and then you can skadoodle. A prediction. Oh, this sucks because I know I want the Giants to win, but I, I can't be that person. Giants lose, I'm sorry, 30, 34-17 maybe, something like that. Scorigami maybe. I don't think we've had many of those. Ever so, I, I could see something in that range, but if the Giants were to win, it'd be like a 21 24 field goal. Graham Gano wins it at the end, type shit. That's how I think it would go. 
<laughs> He's the All best right. player on the team. If, yeah. only, if someone's going to win, it's going to be a 56 or 60 yard field goal by Graham Gano. We probably shouldn't hit, and that's how it's going to happen. And then hopefully that spirals us into a win streak. But whatever. I'm just. I'm no. just, he's I'm, I'm he's my fantasy it. kicker, and oh. had he not missed two, I would have had a win this week. So oh, big thank you to Graham Gano, best Giants player. It looks like Saquon uh, might play this weekend. I wouldn't expect a ton out of him, though. He generally comes back and plays like garbage. So no DJ, a somewhat limited Saquon. That's a recipe for a loss. Yeah, yeah, this is happened. <laughs> yeah, this is this isn't gonna this isn't gonna be good. I mean, it's it's probably gonna be like how how the last four losses have been. Buffalo's Buffalo's still. I mean, I know they're three and two, but they've lost two one possession games. Uh, they didn't get better in those one possession games, but yeah, they, they, this is Josh Allen should have a big day against this defense. If they're prime time. The Giants, obviously, we know how much they struggle there. Yeah, it's gonna be a really really rough game. I think they're gonna have trouble scoring against Buffalo's defense, even though Milano, Matt Milano, and Tre'Davious White are out. They're gonna have a Ton of trouble against this Buffalo defense. Say, I'm saying 30, 30, 40-10. It's going to be a really, really brutal one on Sunday night. Because that game on Sunday, let's be honest, there was a lot. There was a that's final score was not indicative of the game. The Dolphins completely. Well, let's be real. If they, if they score that touchdown in the first yeah. half, we don't know yeah. what happens. We don't know what happens if they're in that game. They score that touchdown. Yes, they probably still end up ultimately losing, but we don't know what happens from there. Yeah, but a big reason why they, we stayed in, in that game was because the two through two bad interceptions. That pick near the goal line. That that's part of the game. Yeah. Don't tell me that's part of the game. Don't that that's your defense playing well. Don't tell me it's like it's just bad luck. No, the defense played well. That's part of football. You have to make good throws. You have to complete them. That's part of they get intercepted, they get deflected. When it happens to Daniel Jones, it, you know, we're very critical of him. You just can't be like this now. Oh, well, two have made two bad passes. No. Two will play bad on two plays, and the defense played well. That's how that went because we have well, to be the same way with Daniel Jones that we are listen, with every other quarterback. Yeah, you're I'm absolutely sorry. right, and you know what? Um, that that's such a the idea that the Giants were still in position against this team, much like they were a couple weeks ago with the 49ers. I mean, you you for whatever reason have been able to play with. Those two football teams. They were Seattle too. They were in the Seattle game till the second half. They just can't score. If they can find a way to score, get some momentum going, they could win games. Well, the yeah. Look, thing, they, first but, of all, they've got to score in the first quarter. They've got to figure out a way to put points on the board in the first quarter. And here's the other thing: look, you're <laughs> one in four. Throw the football down the field. Figure out how to protect and get the ball down the field. Steve, I was mentioning earlier, one ball down the field this yeah, week. Yeah, that one was Slayton, yeah. And I mean, like, Darius Slayton did not even attempt yeah. to slide his feet. It, yeah. it, it was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, th this, this team blows my mind. You're going to probably lose. Take chances. Why not take chances? Running They're the football great. down 15, six minutes to go makes it looks like you're quitting. They must be hiding. He must not be able to run routes. They're hiding high. There's no reason why this kid is the fastest player on the field. And you're not just fly after goddamn fly after post. I'd be running his ass down the field like they do Tyreek Hill. 
Like people tell me quick, fast, the Giants throw quick, but we throw behind the line. Two is throwing quick slants off the line this way, quick slants, running backs are coming out the backfield. They go, we throw sideways. How many times are we going to throw to Paris Campbell in the backfield sideways where he either doesn't catch the ball yeah, or gains a yard and a half? Paris Campbell for no gain is like <laughs> the call of the year so far for the Giants. I'm so t- – and, 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 again, if you look at last year, look at look at a highlight film from last year. Look at our best plays. We were throwing reverses and all types of stuff. We were actually running plays, putting people in motion. We've been stagnant and dry this year. Literally, I think they're starting to think that their receivers were so good. Oh, we just block and just let the receivers do what we got to do. We don't need misdirections. No, you do need that because your line can't block. (laughs) You need to have defensives guessing. You just can't have your quarterback just sitting back there like a duck. That's literally how he's going to die. Daniel Jones' career will end fast if they keep blocking like that. Yeah. (laughs) You don't got to worry about how much we're paying him because we will be drafting a new quarterback. I'll see you guys. All right, Zay. Thanks for thanks for making it. You're the man. We'll see you next week. Of course. See you guys. Maybe the, maybe the Giants down. win. Hold it down. All right. <laughs> That's gonna Steve, be I'll give you the final word here. You know, look, Zay's a little optimistic. He thinks this team can turn it around in the second half. That schedule, we just ran through it. I mean, it's it's about as favorable as you could hope for. Do you think that this team has a chance to have a strong second half. Uh, I think they'll be okay in the second half. You look at the schedule. Yeah, they got the Commanders twice. They got the Patriots. They should beat the Commanders one of those two games. They should definitely beat the Patriots. The Patriots are absolutely pathetic. Uh, the Packers, that's winnable, seeing the way Jordan Love's played. Uh, yeah, the Raiders, that's a winnable game. So, But I think they could – I think they might win like five, maybe four or five games, maybe six. But I just don't see it with this team because they're not even competitive. I mean – They've lost four games by double date. I know they're good teams. I get that they're good teams. I get that they're not the worst team in the league, the Giants, but they've lost four games by double digits. They're not even competitive in any of these games. I mean, that's why I don't. I just don't see this team being a playoff team. They're just, they're just, they're just bad in a lot of areas. I mean, the offensive line we know is terrible. The defense hasn't played as well this year. Daniel Jones, yes, the line's terrible. I get it, but he hasn't played as well this year either. It just feels like this team just, it's just not, it's just not, it's just not, it's not any good. It's just. When you lose four games by two scores, I mean, I mean that's just not that's not good. I don't care who you're playing. You can't, especially in the NFL. A lot of NFL games that even the bad teams they'll, they'll have a game where they lose to a good team by a, by a touchdown or something. This team is this team's lost four games. Yeah, this team just isn't to me. This just team just isn't good. And let's not forget their only victory of the season. They were trailing twenty eight to, to seven. Yeah, yeah, in that it's game, just, it's just, and looked. And looked lifeless in the first half. Oh, it terrible! Was stunning. Absolutely pathetic. Oh my god! What oh, do you make? God. What do you make of again? What I sort of perceive as as just a, a a lack of, I don't want to say hustle. I don't think that's fair, but a lack of fire, not just in Kayvon Thibodeau, but you know, I I mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, barely hear Okereke's name at all. Yeah. Uh, it's like that guy's made very little impact. And I, I mean, I thought that was a great signing by the Giants, a, a spot that, you know, since Antonio Pierce has really not been filled. Just, I don't know. Oh, Brian Dable's the, the greatest coach in the NFL last season. What, yeah. what's going on here? I, yeah. I just think, I think number one, the, the roster, they, they, and obviously they overachieved a little bit last year with the roster. Just that they didn't really make a lot of improvement. They didn't, 
They really didn't go out and get a number one receiver. They didn't improve the offensive line. And defensively, they they I mean, you think that with some of the improvements, they may get no character, it'd be better. But it's got and you think with Thibodeau in the second year, we get better, but it's gotten worse. So I think definitely part of this is definitely on Joe Shane. Uh, Brian Dable, he just hasn't had as good of a year. Yeah, for some reason, he just hasn't had as good of a year. He hasn't got this team ready to play. And at times you've seen, you know, poor special teams, penalties. I mean, you just you've seen different things, different things this year where just Dable has just not had and I and I was a big Dable guy last year, but he just he hasn't had this team ready to play. And then ultimately the quarterback position, yes, as I said earlier, the offensive line is bad and he doesn't have a number one receiver, but still he hasn't stepped up this year. Outside of that Arizona game, he hasn't stepped up either this year. So it's just been a combination of everything. Pretty much the defense, the, the quarterback, the offensive line. It's just been a combination of everything. It's just been, that's why this team has been such a disappointment. And the schedule, the schedule has been obviously brutal, but you'd like to see them get at least one more win in the six-game stretch or and be competitive, and they just haven't. To me, the game against Seattle is a regrettable game, and if they're oh, able to, oh, if they're able to oh. turn this season around and they come up just short, I think you're probably more on point with five or six wins. But let's say they get a little crazy, they have a big second half. I think potentially the Seattle loss is going to end up being oh, oh. the the one that that's that's going to have been the most problematic. By the way. Depends on, I guess, how you look at it. Daniel Jones says he doesn't think the neck injury is going to be a long-term concern. This is not uh, the same situation as the neck injury from two years ago yeah. uh, where he missed the final six games. So uh, if you like Daniel Jones and you want him around, that's good news. Uh, and if you feel differently, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you uh, that that is not going to be a long-term issue. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hate watching right now. It's been painful. The giants have looked overmatched. I I'll, I'll say, look, the defense, I think they played as well as they could against Miami. I, I really just, did. I, I know, I know, I know they forced the turnovers. It's just, they gave up. So, I know that's a great offense. I guess. Listen, you know, gave up so many yards, 500 yards of offense. The, the big plays, the constant big yeah. plays. Yeah. Uh, again, that, that felt like a team that didn't think it was going to win. The Giants hit the ball for 37 minutes. And only scored nine points because, because because seven of those were on the defense. Right. Yeah. I mean that's that's inexcusable. You're yeah. you're a, you're a professional football team. Yeah, it's it 2023 again. I go back to Tyrod Taylor's in the game. There's 6:55 to go. They're down by 15, and they're running the football. Yeah, just take and shot. I, I would rather I would rather see Tyrod Taylor throw three pick sixes than have to watch Matt Bereta run yeah, for because two technically yards. That game is, I mean, as much as the Dolphins dominated, that game was technically not over at that point. Right. You could still come back. You would still have a chance right. to go back. Even but, though how much it got dominated, you could still come back in that situation. Yeah. Frustrating though, again, to see again. I perceive it just as a, a overall lack of effort. It was like, ah, well, uh, we, we didn't get blown out, and they just decided to ride that game. Yeah, out. they were just content about that. Yeah, that was that was not what we're looking for at no, all. Not at all. All right, not at all. Steve Risser, I appreciate you joining us again Wednesdays. Uh, he and uh, and Justin D'Onofrio, uh break down the wide world of sports. Fantastic show. One o'clock Eastern time. You can also uh, download the audio version of that podcast. Uh, every Wednesday afternoon, um, wherever you download your podcasts and at clovercrestmedia.com. 
Um, Joining about the G-Men, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're everywhere. Follow, like, subscribe. Steve, much appreciated. Uh, my pleasure. My pleasure. We had a lot. We had a lot to talk about. You helped us out big time. Uh, big thank you to Zay, uh, who had to run. The wife's pregnant and uh, wasn't about to have him out all night. So that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday night, eight o'clock, uh, and hopefully some good news about the Giants. Until next time, I'm Joe Aguirre for Steve Ritzer. Thanks for watching. <laughs>